B2B marketing and sales can be tough to master. Sales cycles can be long, and buyers are notoriously difficult to close. That's why you need Minds On at your side. We're a B2B marketing and digital agency that's helped more than 200 clients evolve their brands, win more business, and succeed more often. And we're ready to help you. Visit www.mindson.com today to schedule your no-obligation consultation. Now, on to today's program. I'm your host, Dan Harris, and welcome back to another episode of Minds on B2B. Thank you so much, everyone, for clicking, subscribing, sharing, downloading, and of course, listening to our podcast. This is a weekly show dedicated to helping busy B2B executives, marketers, and sales professionals stay informed, learn something new, and perhaps apply a lesson learned or run with an idea shared by our guests. As we say at Minds On, all of our minds together are better than any one mind alone. Who knows? You just might like what you hear, connect, and network with us. Sitting down with us today is Randy James. He's one of my colleagues and the co-founder of Minds On. So who is Minds On? Well, Minds On is a B2B marketing and sales enablement agency delivering brand, messaging, content development, website design and development, and equipping the sales and marketing team with the content they need to build brand awareness, engage prospects, nurture those prospects, and equip the sales team with the resources, tools, and content they need to accelerate deal flow and close more deals. Well, let's get to it. Uh, welcome to the show, Randy. Thanks, Dan. It's great to be here and uh, love your energy and passion for what you do. So thanks for having me on the show today. Oh, no, Randy. Thank you. And our guests, thank you as well. Because the show is based on B2B marketing and sales enablement, I'm sure this is the first episode about content, but not the last. So before we begin, can you just give us a little background on why you're the expert? I don't know them the uh, de facto expert, but I have certainly had a lot of experience in content marketing, as well as um, something that I think we're going to be talking a little bit more about today, which is insight marketing. So I've been the owner of Minds On for 17 plus years. I've been working in marketing for 20 plus years, and I also have a background in education. So I have a real passion for, you know, really helping our clients sort of see through the clutter of what's happening in the marketplace and also bring insight to bear. Uh, there's a lot of noise out there you know, depending on, you know, what particular industry they're in. And so helping them kind of craft their own positioning strategically and then cut through the clutter of what's being said to really bring insight into their uh, particular marketplace is something that I find very engaging and very important um, for today's marketing professionals. So. I, I, I agree with you. If you search content marketing on the web, I mean, it's everywhere. It's every type of content. Um, and so I think in this episode, I really want to dig in deep here and understand what's the difference between just content marketing and insight marketing. Insight marketing is very specific. It's relevant information and it's information that comes from an expert and, um, you know, that's intended for a very specific audience. So whereas content marketing tends to be based more on just general knowledge Insight marketing is based on specific information, but also the experience behind 
that information. It's in, really intended to draw out a specific response or elicit response and also to provide guidance. So it's not just giving somebody information for information's sake, but it's helping them think about what do I do with this information? How does this change my position in the market? And how can I use this information to guide and inform a specific business decision? That makes sense. And I, I, I would say that if I look at content marketing, I'm not even sure who the source is in some of this content, but if you mapped it back, it's really 40, 50, 60, maybe 100 people and their view, their opinion on the source content. So it's, there's this duplication of ideas, content, data, and things like that. So um, when you think of it that way, the way I feel about it, it seems like insight marketing is you can own it. It's yours. It's from the source. And it has more purpose. Would you agree? That's absolutely right, Dan. Um, one of the things with content marketing is, again, it just tends to be kind of broader facts and figures. But insight marketing is something you can really own because not only is it opinion-based, but those that opinion that you're crafting from the content that you have, you know, really draws upon your own personal experience. And it also gives you the ability to really stake a claim in the market. And I think one of the things that people are looking for today is, you know, help me understand, give me direction, give me guidance. And if you're not staking a claim on something, if you're not taking a bold stance, then you're not really providing any kind of guidance or any kind of insight. And so whereas content marketing tends to be a little bit less engaging, insight marketing is very engaging and it draws the reader in because you're asking me to think about something and you're asking me to make a decision. You're almost sort of putting a fork in the road and saying, okay, this is what I believe about something, and this is where I think the market is headed. Um, and you know, I'm going to take a right at the fork in the road here, and I want you to come with me. And so, you know, oftentimes it, it draws a user in, and it causes them to be engaged because you're asking them to think with you, and you're also asking them to make a decision along with you, which I think is really important. Yeah, it makes sense. So when you think about uh, content that's thought provoking, how important is it to uh, create content all the way from the title of what you're calling it, the bullet points that are included. I mean, when you, you talked about engagement and thought provoking, um, can you talk a little bit more about that and how, how you get to that level of information in a piece of content? One of the ways you can get to that level of detail within your content, I think, is first by thinking about what the user's pain point is. So, you know, thinking about what it is they're dealing with, what are they struggling with on a day-to-day -day basis and saying, okay, instead of just, you know, giving you information, we're going to start by thinking about what is the pain that you're dealing with. And that's what we're going to craft our information around. And that's what we're going to base our, you know, thesis on or, you know, whatever the content is that we're gathering together to, you know, bring out into the market. We're thinking about the user's pain and how are we going to specifically help them solve a problem. Okay, so, so here's a question. After you've gathered that information and you know what that pain is, how do you come to a conclusion and how do you craft that information so that it is uh, packaged and delivered successfully? When we develop insight marketing for clients, you know, when it comes to sort of the conclusion on something or as we're making a strong point, we're helping them think about, you know, what are the options and what are the different, you know, two or three or four or five different things you can do with this information. So it's not just, hey, Dan, I'm going to dump of information, dump a bunch of information on you for information's sake, but I'm going to help you think about 
how this could be a great solution for your organization or for your company or for your market and give you, you know, three or four or five different ways that you can actually use this information and draw something, you know, positive out of it that can actually change and impact your business. Before you create this insight content, you have to own the content and you have to actually own the result. So you have proof points, you know, so if a client or customer calls you on it, you can say, here are the options, we've proven it, and here are our results. I think that gets you a lot further than just stating an opinion uh, without anything to back it up. I mean, would you agree? Absolutely. And, you know, I can share an example with you. One of our clients recently asked us to create a trade show experience for them. Um, and at this trade show experience, you know, we had a, a great you know, way to sort of draw people into the booth and, you know, bring people in to engage with them. But what we wanted to do was to just gather some good market data and market knowledge and market information. So instead of just having, you know, people come into the booth, engage, get a little prize and leave, we asked each person that was actually waiting in line to do this, um, you know, engagement event to take a, a short survey. So it was a, you know, 30-second survey. And, you know, by the end of the show, they actually had several thousand responses. And because of that survey, they were able to have ownable, actionable data about what was happening in their market literally in real time. So, mm. you know, from the beginning of this trade show to, you know, two or three days later, they were able to get an unbelievable view into what was happening in their market at that, you know, particular point in time. So, you know, for a, you know, very inexpensive investment, they actually were able to develop an unbelievable research report and out of that create some great information graphics and some other good statistical data that they were to publish back out to their clients and to their prospects about what was happening in their particular market at a, in a very small you know window in time and that was incredibly valuable for them because it not only provided you know insight into their market but it also provided some things that they could draw out of that to say here's where we think the market is headed and this is what we think is happening right here right now and this is how it actually applies to our solution. Uh, when you think about insight marketing as well, it's you mentioned it's relevant not only to the business that's collecting it, but it's relevant to the audience who's reading it. And through that survey process, you you gain specific insight that helps the overall customer uh, realize the true benefit of a solution that a company could provide. So when you think about the data. Uh, and the information, how do you, after you've gathered it, I mean, how do you take that data and then truly make it insight? Yeah, there are a couple of things I think about um, when you ask that question is how do you take the data and really make it insightful? So one of the things, obviously, you know, anytime you're looking at data, whether that be, you know, from a survey or just information that you've collected, you can start to see trends that are forming. And so that will obviously inform, you know, your insights and kind of provide direction there. But the other thing that you can do that we've also found very helpful in the past is, you know, pull out some of those key people that have maybe answered, you know, the survey or gone through that process with you and then open up a dialogue with them. So now you can see some trends, you can kind of see, you know, what the patterns are, but in order to get some of the deeper insight, even calling upon some of those people that you've talked to that have contributed to the survey or contributed to the information, digging a little bit deeper and understanding from them, you know, what was the meaning behind this and how did they apply it and, and what did they do, you know, in their particular given situation. So I think it's a not only a sort of data and statist statistical exercise, but it's also that kind of human factor mm -hmm. exercise as well 
is, you know, what did this mean to somebody and then what might they actually do with it going forward? So I think it's kind of those two things go hand in hand is looking at the statistical analysis, but also understanding the human behaviors and the human factor behind it. That's incredible. So um, for this episode, as we wrap up, I think one of the things I want to do is if if a listener was out there and they heard this and there's some interest in insight marketing versus content marketing, what would be one thing you would share with them that they could take away and apply tomorrow and start to do insight marketing? Yep. I'd say the one, the one thing they should do is take a look through all of the content that they are developing and producing and ask themselves the question, am I actually taking a stance here? So many marketers will put together information, they release it out into the market, and it's it's really just flat uh, because they're not actually saying anything and they're not actually doing something that's going to evoke action. So at the end of your content piece, whatever it is, if it's a blog post or an information graphic or a white paper or a business brief, are you actually moving someone to action and are you taking a stand on something that will you know, almost create a little bit of a fork in the road, if you will? So if your content doesn't do that, then... I would say it's not insight marketing. It's just more content that's just going to add to the, you know, billions and billions of pieces of content that are already out there. All right. Let's let's say uh, the audience took your advice, audited their content, looked at each piece and determined which ones evoke action. And they have created that fork in the road. How do they now take this insight content and get it into market? Well, there are a number of different ways that you can take something like that to market. Um, you know, you can obviously do it through a number of different published formats. You can create, you know, blog posts. You can create really creative videos. You can develop white papers, infographics, business briefs, those types of things. Um, you know, you can also use that insight to develop, you know, webinars, podcasts, speaking opportunities. So, you know, the number of different ways that you can actually take that and, uh, and bring that out to market. And those are all terrific ideas. And you know what? I found that the companies that I follow and buy from, they're bundling those things up and putting them in a cadence. You know, they're providing content in the short publications and blog posts. And uh, they're thinking about how I consume, what I read, when I read. And then, then they're introducing that short video you talked about that captures my attention. You know, I click on it, watch it. Next thing you know, I'm going to their website, uh, digging into their site, and maybe I'll jump on chat and I'll ask a question uh, on chat and then take a look at some of their other compelling content. And I, I find myself on this journey based on this bundle of contents that's been created about this thoughtful piece. And you're right. I took action. Um, I obviously went down that fork in the road and I ended up where they wanted me to be. So uh, great insight content bundled up in campaigns in a thoughtful way does drive great results. Well, that was another terrific episode and uh, really appreciate, Randy, uh, you spending time with us. So for the listeners who are listening, how do they contact you, uh, whether it's to gain information or maybe they want to put you to work? Well, they can obviously check out our website at mindson.com or you can feel free to email me personally, randy at mindson.com. Thanks for listening to today's Minds On B2B podcast. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe. Also, feel free to share this episode with your peers and colleagues so we can keep bringing you quality content from the best minds in B2B. Until next time, from all of us at Minds On, have a great week.